Live Spring number 91. This is Adrena Thorpe, and you're listening to the Life Spring podcast with Steve Webb. Lima, Sierra. 91. Cabin crew, prepare for immediate departure. Quiet on the set. Quiet, people! In three, roll tape. Two, rolling. One. We're rolling. Live from our studio. Almost. And now your host. <laughs> Hello. Hi there. Welcome. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, this is LifeSpring. You found it. And I'm Steve Webb, and I'm your host. And I'm so very glad you're here. Hey, I think I'm going to call this, I'm going to declare it right now. We're going to make an executive decision that this is a Da Vinci-free zone. That's right. You'll hear none of the talk about the Da Vinci film. Everybody's talked about it ad infinitum, and it ain't going to happen here. But I am excited to be here, and I'm glad you're listening. Hey, today's going to be a little bit of a shorter show, I hope. We've got three great songs today. And what we're going to talk about is this. You know, some people really don't like the idea that God is willing to forgive everybody, even the worst criminal you can think of, if they'll only repent and then become a follower of Jesus. Well, we're going to talk about that on the show today, and I think we're going to call it, hey, don't miss the party. Don't miss the party. Hey, if you're a new listener, I'm so glad you're here. You know, I was looking at uh, the stats on the website and the downloads and things like that, and um, the numbers are going up. And so I'm, I'm really happy about that. I'm happy that you found the show. I hope you're glad you found it, and I hope you stick around and listen to, oh, I don't know, the, at least another 30 or 40 or 50 or maybe 100 episodes before you decide whether to go away or not. But we're glad you're here. Thanks. Hey, if you'd like to join our Frapper map, uh, check it out. All you have to do is go over to the show notes page at lifespringpodcast.com and click on any one of the shows, and then you'll see on the show notes page of any of the shows on the right-hand sidebar, you'll see a link for the Frapper map and Flickr pages uh, so you can look at some pictures and things like things like that. You'll also see when you go to lifespringpodcast.com on that first page, you'll see that there's a link to the LifeSpring Family Forum where we really encourage you to go on by there and get involved in conversations and exchanging ideas. Uh, uh, you can communicate to me there. Uh, let me know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, what you'd like to see more of. You can ask your Ask Steve questions, which, by the way, uh, if you ever have Ask Steve questions and uh, you want to go to the forum and do that, you can do that. Or you can email me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com or you can call the listener comment line at 602-350-CALL. And of course, anytime during this, just put that number in your, your speed dial, 602-350-CALL. Call it LifeSpring, and you can, uh, anytime you hear anything during the show, you want to feedback on, you know, without, you know, you, what happens to me a lot of times is I'll be listening to a show and I'll say, you know, I got to call that guy, I got to write that guy, whatever, I want to get home, I get busy doing things and I forget about it. Um, but, uh, you know, if you just pause the show, Call the number, leave your comment, I'll get it emailed to me, and we'll include it maybe in a future show. This is the first LifeSpring podcast of the month, and so this is the one time of the month where I say, hey, why don't you go by Podcast Alley and throw a vote our way? I'd really appreciate it. And, of course, you'll find a link to the Podcast Alley voting at the LifeSpring show notes page as well. 
So I only do that once a month, and it's just a way to make it easier for other people to find us. All right, we're going to get right into the content today. You know, almost everybody likes a party, right? I mean, almost no one associates Christianity or following Christ with a party, but, but Jesus did. He talked about rejoicing in heaven when a sinner repents. He talked about the kingdom of heaven being like a, a king who holds a great feast and about heaven being like a wedding supper. Have you been to a wedding lately? Think about the party that happens after the wedding. Wow, I mean, everybody is happy. They're, they're just making fools out of themselves sometimes. It's a party. Um, it's, it's a feast. It's a wonderful thing. I mean, God loves parties, believe it or not. Following Jesus is supposed to be a happy thing to do. It's supposed to be a party. The Bible is full of the imagery of parties, but it is possible to miss the party. So many times, you know, people hear, you know, I don't think I could be a Christian because they talk about the fact that, you know, even the stinkingest person out there, all they have to do at the last minute is accept Jesus and then they're forgiven. What What is that all about? I don't think I could follow a God that would forgive somebody that had done something terrible. Some, you know, you think, well, of course, the ultimate argument is Hitler. Even if Hitler had, had, had uh, accepted Jesus at the last moment, he would be forgiven. Or I've heard people say, what, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, this or that, you know, how could that be? There's a, there's a local radio station here in, in Southern California. And the, the morning host, that, this is one of his biggest arguments against Christianity is it's too easy to be forgiven. And, and I just, I, I just cannot understand how people can be forgiven if all they have to do is accept Jesus. And okay. So you've probably heard that too. Well, you can miss the party. If you hang on to that here, listen to this. Jesus tells us how you can miss the party. It comes at the end of the parable of the prodigal son. You've probably heard that, uh, that parable or that story. It's in the book of Luke, the 14th chapter. That's in the New Testament. If you want to look it up, it's in Luke chapter 15. And the story is between verses 11 and 32. And, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to kind of give you a, a recap here. Okay. A younger brother takes his inheritance and he wastes it. He goes to his dad and he says, you know what? I'm through hanging around here. And the dad is, is wealthy. He's a landowner. He's got, you know, lots of servants and he's got lots of, lots of farmland and, and animals and things like that. And he says, you know what? I'm out of here. Just give me my inheritance now. I'll take it now. And I just want to get out from underneath your thumb. What happens is he trades his self-respect ultimately for a pig pen he goes out, he goes to the big city, he finds these friends that are just wonderfully happy to hang with him when he's got his money. Coat, 
So as long as he had money, as long as he was styling, he had friends. But as soon as the money was gone, the friends took off and he had nothing left. Nothing. As a matter of fact, he ended up having to go to work trying to feed the pigs. And he ended up saying, you know what? This food looks pretty good. This this food that the pigs are eating. It was disgusting. And what he did is he learned a great lesson. He learned that. Life can begin in a disaster that reveals our need for God. 
what happens is he becomes a wandering, shivering image of himself. And he returns to his father, penniless. And he's willing to become a mere servant in his father's house. And when the father sees him in the distance, which tells us that the father was on the porch looking for him, when his father saw him in the distance, he ran to greet him. And before the boy can deliver his well-rehearsed speech, he's wrapped up in his father's grace and love. The father, so happy to see his son, kills the prized calf and hosts the party with music and dancing. Now that's where most people kind of leave the story, that the father forgives the prodigal son. And it's a great picture of grace and love. But the story doesn't stop there. Remember, this is the younger son. What about the older son? Well, the older son had stayed home. And he'd been working in the fields all this time. And when he sees what's going on, he comes out of the field, but he refuses to go in. He is now a prodigal of sorts himself. One son ran away from home. Another refused to go home. Outside of the house is still outside of the house. Regardless of how you get there. The older brother is the one who missed the party. Hmm. Why do you suppose that is? Well, first off, it's because he didn't understand his father's kindness. I mean, it, it's, it's easy to understand, right? It seems like, like kind of a raw deal. While the younger son is out there sowing his wild oats, the older brother was sowing the crops. He was doing the work that the father wanted him to do. And how can the father be so kind to the undeserving little snot of a, of a brother? No doubt he said to himself, so this is how you get reg- recognition in this house? Run away, waste money, drink, party, womanize? Rather than celebrate his father's kindness as a virtue, he condemned it as a vice. Isn't that what a lot of people do with God? How could God be so loving and be so kind and be so gracious to that scum over there? You name the sin. I mean, you, you name the crime. It's God's prerogative to forgive. So that's the first point. The brother didn't understand the father's kindness. Number two, the older brother did not understand his brother's transformation. At this point, the younger brother really is a changed man. He's exhibited real repentance. You say, well, yeah, he repented because he, he, he hit the bottom. He had nowhere to go. Yeah, well, so what's your point? Sometimes we have to reach the bottom before we understand our need and our neediness. Nothing wrong with that. If that brings somebody to the point where they say, I can't do it alone, I need more, I need God, then... Who are we to judge? I mean, that's what it takes sometimes. That's what it took in my life. At one point in my life, I had turned so far away from God that I was convinced that there was no way that I could ever come back. Huh. But God reached down and he touched me and he forgave me. So God can do that. 
The younger brother really is a changed man. It took a lot to admit that he was wrong. He didn't come home demanding, but begging. He was willing to come back and be just a servant, a slave in this father's house. He left home saying, give me. He came home saying, forgive me.
So the young brother came back and he just said, forgive me. The older brother never really considered that his brother had changed. The younger son was treated to a real party when he came back, unlike the pale imitations that he experienced in the far country. I mean, what, what, he, what he experienced when he came back was a party that was thrown from love. Everybody was there because of the goodness of the father. They were there to celebrate that the son had come back. And you know, you know without a doubt that love was flowing in that place. What the elder brother would have liked <laughs> would have been to have said to the younger brother, you go to your room without supper. He would have made him sit in his room and consider what he had done. But in the act of returning, the younger brother was repenting. Now, the third thing here is the older brother did not understand his own position. Listen, nothing that he has is going to be taken away. Whatever privileges he has are still his. And righteousness does have its own reward. He never had to go hungry like the younger brother. He never had to face the degradation of the far country. He never had to go through those things. And let me tell you, that's a good thing. You know, I've never been a drug addict. And for that, I'm thankful. Sometimes we have um, young men come to our church who are involved in a program called Teen Challenge. I don't know if you've heard about it, but Teen Challenge is something that was started way back in, I think, the early 60s, something like that. Started by a guy who was uh, a preacher, and he went to, I believe it was New York City, and he started um, helping young gang members. And he developed a ministry for, for them, for drug addicts, basically. And, and now Teen Challenge is one of the most successful programs for helping young men and women now um, kick the drug habits that they've gotten, whether it's drugs or alcohol, what have you. But sometimes these young guys come to the church and they tell their stories. You know, they tell how, you know, they came from, um, you know, either, you know, good homes and, you know, they turned away and became drug addicts or they came from, you know, bad homes and, uh, you know, to escape, they started taking drugs and, you know, that story. And then they talk about how, you know, they found, uh, you know, a clean life and they, they found Jesus. And, you know, some people say, well, golly, you know, that's, I, I'm boring. I, I don't have a story like that to tell. Well, that's okay. There are good things for not having to go through some of those bad things. So righteousness does have its own rewards. As I explained a couple of shows ago, um, you know, God can take some of those really bad situations, some of those bad decisions that we've made and, and make some good things out of it. But if you remember, I also made the point that there are still consequences to pay. In the case of David, he lost his son the son that was going to be born to Bathsheba. And I don't want to go through that whole thing again, but understand that it's a good thing to not have to go to the bottom of, uh, you know, the, the pits of hell, as it were, before finding the fact that you need to have Jesus in your life. So he didn't understand his position. Now, also, 
Though his behavior is considered to be, and I'm putting you know air quotes here, good, there's a problem in his heart that can only be described as sin. Because he too needs to depend on his father's mercy. The party is a celebration of grace. That is, undeserved love and favor. And it is a gift that the older brother can receive too. You see, the older brother is so angry that he misses all the fun. He's going to miss the party. He is not, however, shut out of the banquet hall. He's locked himself out. The father will let him in, but he probably doesn't even realize that there's a place waiting for him at the table. There's a plate that's already been filled with food for him. And they probably even saved him a piece of cake. All he has to do is go in. And my friend, if you have the the idea that you don't want to be in heaven if God is going to let these criminals in and these these scumbags or whatever you want to call them, if, if grace is that easy, if all somebody has to do is come back and say, God, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I don't want to be there. Well, you're going to be left out of the party. So who loses there?
I've got a couple of fun things to share with you right after these short messages from my fantastic sponsors. Think advertising sucks? So do we. Think you can make it better? Podshow and Earthlink are about to give you that chance. Take the Make Advertising Better Challenge. Create a great spot, jingle, or endorsement for Earthlink, and you can make big bucks having your ad played on the Podshow Network. So take the challenge. Go to adchallenge.podshow.com. Or you can find the link on the website of this podcast. Make advertising better now. Go. 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 Daddy. Hi. GoDaddy's the source for domain names, you know. Web hosting and some fantastic tools for maximizing your internet presence, me bucko. Steve Webb has been a customer of GoDaddy for years, he has. And he's not made them walk the plank yet. And here be some good advice to ye. Use one of the Lifespring discount codes when you buy from GoDaddy. For instance, when you buy more than 30 doubloons, uh, dollars, for GoDaddy services, enter code LS2 and save $5. For all the codes, sail on by their show notes website at LifespringPodcast.com. Steve will be thanking you for the support. How cool is it that Earthlink and GoDaddy are helping to sponsor the LifeSpring family of podcasts? I think that is so, so cool. I've got a couple of fun stories I found here from Reuters. Uh, This one is, uh, let's see, Dateline Rome. An Italian priest, you ever notice how how girls these days are, are exposing their middle section all the time, and uh, so this this Italian priest <laughs> is resorting to some innovative theology to rid his church of young women's bare midriffs. The sign as you uh, enter the church in uh, Cinicello Balsamo, Italy, says, God knew what your navel looked like even before you were born, so there's no need to expose it in church. <laughs> and here's another story from Reuters, uh, the Dateline Kiev. There is a a place in the Bible where Jesus is tempted by the devil. And at one point, the devil tells uh, Jesus to jump off the the side of this cliff and God would save him if if he was real. And Jesus said, uh, you know, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Listen to this. (laughs) A man shouting that God would keep him safe was mauled to death by a lioness in Kiev Zoo after he crept into the animal's enclosure. The man shouted, God will save me if he exists, lowered himself by a rope into the enclosure, took his shoes off and went up to the lions, the zoo official said. The lioness went straight for him, knocked him down and severed his carotid artery. 
The incident, Sunday evening, when the zoo was packed with visitors, was the first of its kind at the attraction. Lions and tigers are kept in an animal island protected by thick concrete blocks. So when you go to the zoo, keep that in mind. <laughs> Show notes are at lifespringpodcast.com. Go check them out. And don't forget the brand new forum like I told you about. Go on over there and start or join a conversation. Remember, you can write me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com or you can call me on the comment line at 206-350-CALL. That's C-A-L-L. Music today was Phantom Freeway, Stylin' on Market, the Big George Jackson Blues Band with I'm Sorry, and Waba with Your Grace is Enough. You can get links, of course, to those songs at the show notes page. Remember, Jesus said, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. You see, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, or your station in life. Jesus said, who do you say that I am? LifeSpring is about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. Hey, I'm Steve Webb. I'm your host, and I'll see you next time. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, pod show, and limelight. <laughs>